Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 18th of January. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights, if any, in this podcast. All right, well, let's look at the scores on the doors as we normally do. And of course, not a particularly fun night in the US. Third straight day of falls. Not huge and certainly off the lows, which was encouraging in some respects. And what upset the apple cart to some extent was the retail sales numbers, which came in at 0.6% up in November. And once again, showing the strength of the US consumer, as if we didn't know that already, let's face it, from Cyber Monday, Black Friday, and all the other cyber days that Amazon and others brought in in November around Thanksgiving. And we already knew that retail sales were pretty firm, so not a bad effort there, uh, but certainly surprising the market. And also comments, of course, coming out of Davos as well from, from some of the great and good regarding the pace of US rate cuts hindering things and expectations being ratcheted back. That comes on the back of uh, Waller as well this week from the Fed talking about patience may be required in those rate cuts. As a result of this, we saw the Dow Jones fall 97, sorry, 94 points, 0.25%, 37,267. It had a high of a modest 11 points up and a low of 228 points down. And NASDAQ down 0.6 of a percent, 89 points, 14,856. And the S&P 500 squeaking in to the middle for diddle, down 0.56%, 27 points, 47.39. As I said, a little bit of a rally sparing some of the blushes in the market. Lows hit around 2 p.m. in the U.S. Russell 2000 down 0.7 of a percent, certainly faring worse than other markets there. 1913, the VIX volatility index, which had been, I guess, dead and buried around 12.5, now back up to 14.75, up 6.7%. Here in Australia, the SPY futures uh, closing down 20 points or 0.27%. Yesterday, we saw a 22-point loss for our market and uh, resources very much on the nose again yesterday, 0.9 of a percent down in the resources. The big banks, a little bit of a late rally at 4.10, helping the big banks. Uh, they only closed down around 0.4 of a percent yesterday. Looking at uh, European markets, they were all weaker, as you would expect. And we did see UK um, retail uh, prices, well, CPI, rising rising, inflation rising in the UK. So it may be that inflation is not quite as dead as some had anticipated. UK market stock 600 uh, fell 1.1%. The FTSE was down 1.5%. Germany down 0.8%. France down 1.1%. And Spain are down 1.1% as well. Asian markets, once again, we've seen that weak Chinese data despite GDP coming in at 5.2%. Uh, yesterday, which was kind of in line, I guess. The market was going for 5.3, but 5.2, not too shabby, all things considered, for the world's second biggest economy. Didn't help. China down 2.1%. Japan still hanging in at massively elevated levels on that weaker yen, dragging in money and dragging in tourists. I saw that uh, Japan had 23 million 
tourists last year. Not a bad effort. Hong Kong down 3.7% there. Looking at US bonds, which tickled higher on the back of those retail numbers, we had US 10 years up to 4.106, 4.8 basis points higher. The two years, 4.357, 13 basis points higher. And the Aussie 10, 4.288, 7 basis points. So you can imagine that that is not going to be particularly helpful for our market today. Bitcoin down uh, 0.35%. The Aussie dollar back to 64.49. The US dollar index up slightly. And looking at commodities, they were all weaker on the back of the stronger US dollar as well. We had Brent crude up 0.4. WTI up 0.2. Gold in US dollar terms on the strength of that US dollar and those bond yields uh, was up. Sorry. What am I thinking? Was down 1.1%, $21.20 to 2006. Platinum down 1.2%. Silver, not so silver, down 1.6%. High ho there, or high low, 1.6% down. Copper on the LME down 1%. Nickel down 0.4%. Aluminium down 1.6%. Zinc down 2.8%. Lead up, sorry, down 2%. Lucky I'm colorblind. Uh, tin, ton up 0.3 of a percent. Iron ore also continuing to slip uh, down another 0.7 of a percent. Dalian iron ore futures yesterday down 1.6 percent. Looking at resource stocks overseas, BHP ADRs down 1.8 percent. Rio down 1.3 percent. Glencore down 4.5. Freeport down 1.7. Vale down 1.8. Anglo down 2.4. Arbomile down 4.2 percent. We had SQM down 1.4 and Sigma Lithium down 1.9. Oil and gas stocks overseas, not huge. Exxon down 0.7, Chevron down 0.4, Shell down 2.3. Looking at US stocks on the tech front, we had Nvidia down 0.6. AMD holding up again, kicking 0.9% higher. Netflix down 0.2. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 0.2. Tesla down 2%. Amazon down 0.9, Alphabetti Spaghetti down 0.8, Apple half a percent easier, and US banks eased as well, Bank of America down 1%, Goldman's down 0.9, Morgan Stanley down 1.8, so it looks like we could have a little bit more selling in the banking sector today, and potentially Macquarie, CBA down 1.1% overseas, uh, ResMed pretty stable, uh, up 0.3, but we did see UBS modestly easier in Europe, as were Barclays down half a percent, and Deutsche down 04 of a percent there. In terms of news out this morning, I guess uh, one of the uh, well, the big news story, of course, is the BHP production numbers out this morning, um, and uh, we'll run through those um, production for iron ore second quarter production 65.8. I well, it was going for 64.9, so that is a positive. Uh, we also saw um, copper. Uh, was uh, 437.4 and uh, guidance of 1,720 to 1,910,000 tonnes remains unchanged. Iron ore guidance remains unchanged. Nickel remains unchanged. Met coal, not so good, 23 to 25 million tonnes. Prior guidance was 28 to 31. And energy coal at the upper end of prior guidance, 
13 to 15 million tonnes. Cost guidance from BHP, Escondida unchanged, Spence unchanged, uh, West Australian Iron Ore unchanged, uh, BMA uh, unit costs um, slightly higher there. So a little bit of a mixed bag for BHP, but I'm not sure that is going to be enough to stem the general negativity in the sector. All right, looking at some of the uh, recommendations and changes today, Mount Gibson, uh, they have reported their Q2 iron ore sales, 1.2 million tonnes, uh, wet metric tonnes, uh, versus a year ago, 0.7 million wet metric tonnes. Uh, oil ore sales revenue, 228 million. Uh, guidance, high-grade iron ore sales, 3.8 to 4.2 million wet metric tonnes. Average unit costs, 65 to 70 Aussie dollars. We have had... Uh, AEF as well, Australian Ethical Investment, reporting the funds under management of the 31st December, 9.67, up from 9.2 billion. And Alcane has been downgraded to accumulate from buy at Ordmin Net, target cut to 70 cents from 75 cents. Evolution, of course, is the big one. Uh, they had their Red Lake production problems yesterday. That turned into a red wedding for Evolution, down 17-odd percent yesterday. Today, downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. Uh, it does cite Q2 update. The target price has been cut there. And this is outperform to buy. Remember, outperform from buy. Target price cut to $3.50 from $4.35. So they nailed that one. Deep Yellow has reported uh, their quarterly numbers. Interesting to read their comments. In Henry's take today, I've outlined some of their comments in terms of their recent announcement on their reassessment of the financials of the project, the Tumas project, bearing in mind inflation, etc. But certainly, given the iron, uh, the uranium price rise recently, uh, looking a lot more optimistic about that project. Uh, we also seen Borrell CFO Belinda Shaw has resigned for personal reasons, uh, and in other news this morning. Let's see what else we've got from the brokers. Mineral resources downgraded to neutral from outperform at CICC. Uh, target cut to $59.20 from $67.40. Uh, Jefferies has initiated Elders. It has downgraded APM. Elders initiated a hold with a $7.70 price target. APM Human Services downgraded to hold from a buy. Target price cut there to $1.32 from $2.10. EML Payments, been quite volatile recently, is to wind down its PCSIL business. A liquidator has provisionally been appointed by the High Court of Ireland. Uh, it is limited, the PCSIL business, limited exposure, 20 million of ca cash outflow and 25 million non-cash impairment. Uh, EML, expects, EML expects free cash flow to materially improve. We have also seen Ampol out this morning. Guides to uh, full-year RCOP EBIT slightly ahead. Uh, so that's uh, one to keep an eye on today for uh, Ampol. And in other news this morning from the brokers, just trying to see if there's anything else substantial out there as yet. We do have Labour Force data for December due at 11.30. 
but it is all about BHP. Western Australian iron ore production up 5% quarter on quarter, according to its latest update. Uh, and the other news out last night late was Albemarle has sold its 4% stake in Liontown after the market closed on Wednesday. Uh, that was after its bid was kiboshed. Love that word. By Gina Reinhardt taking 20%. APM issues that profit warning. Um, the group said the current labour market conditions resulted in lower volumes of placements, particularly in Australia and the UK. So that's not good. And poll, a little bit more on that. Full year unaudited replacement of cost operating profit, RCOP, will be slightly ahead of its record in 2022. It also provided an update on the refiner margin as Lytton Refinery in Queensland. Uh, the reduction in volume in the quarter was largely reflective of an unplanned outage towards the end of December. The refiner margin at $10.52 uh, tracked a rise in landed crude premiums and product crack. Well, that's it from me today. Make of that what you will. Uh, that's it. As I say, have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.